You're listening to Healthy Mompreneurs Get Wealthy podcast with Kathy Richards, RD. I've had over 20 years of experience coaching clients and now busy mompreneurs get healthier and ultimately wealthier. On this podcast, I'll be sharing with you my self-love journey back to health as I'm coming out the other side of years of stress and challenges, living with a spouse, suffering from mental health issues, suffering a concussion, living with post-concussion syndrome, terminal illnesses within my close family members, a divorce, a death in my family, and all three kids under the age of eight. If anyone can show you how to thrive and not just survive through challenges and setbacks, it's me. So follow my journey here. So welcome and thanks for joining me on my first podcast episode Today I wanted to hop on and give you guys a bit of a background about who I am, how I got here, and what to expect with the podcast going forward. So my goal in in starting my podcast is to share with you guys the actual journey that I would take my clients through when they come to see me, um, but putting myself in that client um, perspective for, for this series and podcast. So why am I putting myself in the seat of my client Um, is to share with you that over the past two, three years, probably a bit more than that, my health has changed, my weight has changed as a result, and I'm finally at a point where I feel like the stress is leveling off or I'm really better able to manage the stress and ready to focus back on getting back to the physical health that I had previous to the challenges over the last few years. So I'll give you a bit of a background so you know where I'm coming from, and then through the episodes, you'll see me how I'm moving through my journey. I'll hop in. My goal is to give you short segments so you can hop in and listen and see how I'm doing with my goals, um, see what comes up. I want to show you that I go through mindset wobbles every day, um, talk to you about the activity that I'm doing, maybe share with you the food I'm eating maybe um, the process of how I take my clients through taking a look at listening to what their body is saying and how the signs and symptoms usually dictate and help me navigate what what program or what approach will work best for the individual client. So a bit of background on me. My name is Kathy. I'm a dietitian. I've been Working as a dietitian for over 20 years, I have quite a varied experience. Started out in acute care in a hospital setting, not really an ideal place to educate people. Um, Definitely a role for a dietitian in hospital, but wasn't for me. Lots of challenges in that first position, you know, calculating complex um, equations to make sure I was feeding my clients enough when they were getting their... um, their food intravenously. But leaving that job, I actually went to work in the prison system for a number of years and it ended up taking over a previously established private practice, which led me to have contracts with long-term care, Department of National Defense. That's quite a different um, clientele versus the prison clientele. So that was interesting as well. Came out of those jobs really craving the connection that a team environment would bring. So in the province in Canada where I live, um, 
oh, 15 years ago now, I guess, they they decided to look more at prevention for healthcare and they started funding teams um, so doctor clinics could have a team of health professionals to help their um, patients remain healthy and get care on their journey. So that was something that really spoke to me. I entered that role um, on one team as a registered dietitian and a certified diabetes educator and launched a diabetes education program, which is near and um, dear to my heart because that was the health um, condition that my mom developed around the age I am now, I guess. Um, So I watched her on that journey and that really inspired my career going forward. Um, Really got to see that her experience um, and changing her lifestyle really did help her have better health. So that set me on that path along with coming from a, a farming family in a small rural community. I really saw the importance of um, eating real foods and incorporating that. So that's something that I still use to this day. So I did that job, um, the private practice for a while, and then I entered into more collaborative clinics, worked at a few that were pay for service, which is not common in the province where I live. Our healthcare coverage is good. It's provincial. Um, but people were recognizing the importance of taking care of their health and, and willing to pay to have access to kind of specialized services. So I dabbled in that for a bit as well. And then I entered another family health team setting um, in a different city, had a family, had three kids. So very um, thankful that I had that job that allowed me to have paid maternity leaves in Canada. Um, That's a great privilege as well. They're actually extended longer now. Um, but when I had them, it was 12 months. I think the pay is the same, but you can extend it to 18 months at this point. I was also really fortunate to have that job when two years ago, almost to the day, um, I was unfortunate in receiving a concussion. It wasn't anything fancy. It wasn't a car accident or any great story. I really believe it was the universe saying, like, Stop. So my spouse had been off for quite a while with anxiety, probably some depression as well, really wasn't coping at his work. And with three young kids, it was hard. Um, I was previously sick with bronchitis the week before I got concussed, pushed through that, went back to work. And my work wasn't the best environment. Um, I had to work in a language I wasn't overly comfortable in. I went back into my work after one mat leave and I just didn't care. Um, I didn't have the nervousness around not having like fully been bilingual. So that's kind of stayed with me to this day. I can get through my assessments with my clients. But at that point, things were really like tumultuous in my marriage. It really wasn't um, a good marriage from the birth of the first child on. There was a lot of things that came out, a lot of different expectations and just things that maybe we should have um, ironed out a bit earlier. Um, But I would get to work and it wasn't uncommon like for someone to say something nice to me first thing in the morning and by like 8.30 in the morning, I would be on the verge of tears, like having had an argument on my way to work, feeling overly stressed, already like behind the gun, trying to do private work in between the nooks and crannies of my full-time work, taking care of three kids, not sleeping through the night because my kids were young, young, young. So... I think the universe, when I got bronchitis, was trying to say, enough, 
and I pushed through. So then about four days later, I got concussed and everything changed. So with post-concussion syndrome, I had to stay in a dark room for months. Um, my kids would take turns to come and like sit with me for like five minutes at the end of their day. Really couldn't function, couldn't drive, really felt dizzy, couldn't even listen to audiobooks. And, you know, I would always be trying to sneak something in. I'm type A, I want to keep busy. I like to learn things. Um, so it was really a lesson in, in slowing down and being present in the moment. So that was a process. Um, and then, well, I was still pretty early on. About four months into that, my um, mother-in-law at the time was suddenly diagnosed with terminal cancer, full body of cancer. Um, it was unfortunate. There was a medication removed from her regime a few years prior that maybe could have prevented that relapse. So that really set everything on edge. Um, my spouse at the time was an only child. Um, and this was like the leader of their family, like for the husband and for the son, they didn't know what to do without kind of their North Star. Um, so I really had to step up and kind of um, take over a lot of things during that time. Then that illness stabilized. Um, but during the process of being away from the family um, and a few other factors, the marriage was already not great. Um, as I said, it was quite tumultuous, but uh, the breakdown really was facilitated by that experience. Um, and then unfortunately, my mother was diagnosed with cancer that fall. And she said to me at one point, you know, you need to get your life together. And that was kind of a really defining moment for me because she had said earlier that evening that my dad was her best friend. And I was really struck by that because I thought, oh, like with the chatter that they had back and forth, it was often wondered if they even liked each other. But that was just how they communicated. But deep down, she knew that that was her best friend. And at that moment, I was like, yeah, I know this is not my best friend. Um, so that gave me the strength and the goal, really, to show her before she passed me and the kids in a much healthier, happier place. Unfortunately, she was um, given 24 months prognosis and lived for six months. So she didn't see that, but I do believe she watches over us now and, and she sees how well we were doing. So then the divorce came while my mom was still with us and was going through some treatment. Um, I have these three little kids under the age of eight. I have four days to pack my house because um, you can't tell kids too early that you're going to leave the house. They don't really understand time. Um, so that was stressful in of itself, hiding furniture like in random garages down the street, like carrying mattresses over snowbanks in the dark. Like it was just crazy. Um, so then I moved and that move went fairly well. And then we came into March of 2020, and that's when it all began, right? The pandemic hit. My mom was um, suffering a really bad infection at the time from her treatments. I made the decision that my kids do not go to see her because I didn't want them to, you know, potentially introduce any more bacteria because her immune system was so compromised. Um, yeah, and that was kind of the beginning of 
her demise. She spent a lot of time in the hospital between March and May, and we were fortunate enough to bring her home at the mm-hmm. end um, to kind of give her a great um, last few days at home surrounded by family. So that was a blessing, even with COVID. Unfortunate that she spent three weeks in hospital all alone before we got to that point. Um, so that's the journey. So then my mom died in the spring. And then I had all this space. So I don't know if you've been separated or divorced, but the moment that my husband asked me to really tell him how I felt, the moment I told him the exact truth about how I felt, I remember this heart opening freedom. Like I just felt so amazing. I had the best sleep I'd had in months that night. I'd previously, I forgot I had shingles in that fall as well. And that was just my body saying like, hello, we can't do this. Like you've got to make some changes. Um, so I've been working with a naturopath at that point as well for concussion symptoms. She was helping me with my shingles, um, and recommending some supplements and things. I also did keto at one point to help with my brain healing. Um, and that really did help as well, but there's lots of stress that had gone on. I kind of thought I would get to like that, that new house and be like just free and feel so elevated And no, I had to sit in the grief of the divorce, sit in the grief of the pandemic, sit in the grief of my mom's illness and then her passing. And I really didn't have a chance to to get to that elevated place. And then my house sold. I had to move again. Um, And I wasn't supposed to move till the end of December 2020. And... um, unforeseen circumstances, the plumbing stopped working, and I suddenly had four days again to pack and move. And then my ex-spouse got COVID-19 and gave it to the kids, and they gave it to me. So we moved, new home, no internet access because we had had COVID exposure, really bad moving (laughs) experience. Um, but I'll tell you, I manifested something good out of that. So I'll share that on an, on one of my episodes. Um, and then quarantining at home with three kids, not being able to go outside with three of us ended up having COVID. One didn't convert, but I'm fairly certain he probably did have COVID. So all this to say, I suddenly realized last week when I was working with something on my business, with work, uh, working with my business coach on something, that I need to speak up. I need to say, this is where I'm at. I'm 20 pounds above where I usually sit. My body, I have warts. I have everything that still indicates there's stress response happening. So I thought, well, I'm going to, I'm finally in a place where I'm ready to focus back on my health. I feel like I've, I've done a lot of inner work. I've done a lot of grief work this year and I'm really ready to focus back on getting back to my healthiest And I want to take you guys on that journey with me. I want to show you how, how I work with my clients, how I would see like what's going on. We'd look at symptoms. We'd just kind of get to know how things are going and Mm. then make adjustments based on that. So that's what I'm going to walk you guys through in the next few months is the journey that I go through, insights that I have, struggles that I have. I'm going to give it all to you and it's all things that I've seen with my clients And it's my turn to share my story of getting back to the best health that I can be. And I want to take you on the journey with me.
So that's it. Stay tuned. Next episode, I'm going to talk about the decision um, and what the beginning of a process working with me looks like and how I'm going to walk myself through that exact same process. All right, guys, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.